This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I give that a bl- I give that a blink five out of one eighty two. <laughs> <laughs> we all went through very like whoever hated it at the top got into it and then lost it. Whoever <laughs> loved it at first lost it and brought it back. We all like did a little roller coaster. I would have preferred what's advice again? What's advice again? Uh, that's good. Ooh, that's that good. Someone good should do that song. That that would uh, be nice. Aaron thoughts. Were there eleven drummers in that song? It sounded like there were at least eleven drum kits. <laughs> That's how fast Travis Barker is. <laughs> JPC, are you aware of what song that was parodying? Oh, yeah. I, I just think that they were having a good time. And I'm, I'm kind of here for anyone having a good time, especially in, in these chaotic and turbulent times that's that beautiful. we all find ourselves that's in. That's very politically correct. That's, the, that's, that's nice. actually the right response. <laughs> that is the right response. But the, the, I feel like the, uh, the chorus was so bad that I couldn't. I just can't quite get there. You know, I, I, I was having an awful time. They were having fun. <laughs> they were having, and that's what we support. Yes. It was interesting to hear almost like an Ockerville, Ockerville River, River Warble mm. in a Blink-182 song. Like It was very, very interesting. I don't think it worked, but it was interesting. <laughs> it was a cool choice. For a moment, I felt like you got the audio from my middle school's talent show. I was like, how did they get this? 
I'm feeling this. This is crazy. Jake, what can you tell? We've we've somehow ended up in a Blink-182 rabbit hole of theme song submissions. I think because we like Blink, Jake loves Blink, and then mm. people like sort of smell that out and like, all right, if you want Blink, here we go. So Jake, what do you know about that that original song? Is that a Tom? Is that a Mark? Feeling this is a it's a Tom Mark duo. So Tom Tom is singing the um, the the verses. The uh, I'll tell you it ain't right now. You know that <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. And then Mark is Mark's doing the chorus. And Mark usually has a pretty soothing voice, but it seemed like that guy was doing an impression of someone who had gotten a, a lobotomy, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he was mad about it during it. Like, with his, I was like blinking with his in out. the lab late one night. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. All right, cool. Well, uh, thank you to Lauren from Toronto, Canada for that uh, I'm feeling pissed uh, Blink-182 cover. Uh, he doesn't have anything for us to promote. He just wants us to do a collab with Game Grumps. So there we go. I guess. Okay. Uh, hey, in a dream come true, the Game Crunks are on the show. <laughs> uh, now, Game Game Crunk, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's Garth Brooks' alter ego. No, like, it's actually a, you know, it's a video game YouTube channel. Um, oh. My my Mario Kart buddy Aaron is the host there, so maybe we can get him on. Uh, or Not if you guys know him, um, yeah. If, actually, why, Adel, why don't you call him right now? That way, yeah. we can sort of schedule <laughs> the next host or episode okay. while you guys are here rude thing here to go. do to guests right yeah to, to force them to do booking especially at the top uh, yeah one five it hurts five. my feelings a little bit just a little bit right k-r-u-m-p all right they're styling it's a rotary phone no hey riddle riddle uh is here in the house that's jpc it's aaron and it's adel um, welcome back. This is your second episode with us, right? Correct, yes. We're sophomores, yeah. Thanks for having us. That's cool. Wow. Um, last time you guys were able to fly to LA, uh, flying, traveling, joy is canceled this year, so everyone is <laughs> in Chicago still. Are you guys mm-hmm, all in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That's cool. How's it over there? Are they? Is it getting cold, or are people staying indoors? What's the well, vibe? You're Fall leading with depressing coming. questions, just so you know. <laughs> how how is it over? Th- like joy is canceled. How is it over there? Is it getting cold? Yeah, <laughs> the, the pizza is getting more and more shallow. Uh, you sound like no. a newscaster sending it to weather. How is it over there? Getting it's cold. horrible. Thanks so much. Back to you. <laughs> well, JPC looks like he's in Cancun, and Adel looks like he's in Wisconsin in February. So, like, I'm, I'm trying to pick up a common vibe here, and I can't. It's. It's the end of summer, so it's still summer here today. I think it's like eighty today. It's a, wow. it's actually nice today. Whoa! But we're we're getting we're getting fall. We've had a couple days that have been like sweatshirt days, so I'm excited for. It. I love fall. Um, you know, uh, aside from everything else that's happening in the world, <laughs> I feel like the weather aspect of fall is still very nice, and I, I kind of do like the gentle transition from summer into fall. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's it fall. seems like this. The spring transition goes like lightning quick into summer, but fall always seems like a like a little slower of a decline. Would you say it's like a a red leaf sort of drifting aimlessly towards the <laughs> ground, landing on a pile of previous seasons, sort of for us to crispity crunch, clack our way through as we step, rake, throw, burn, destroy, ashes, 
forest this becomes... This really does feel like audio for my middle school time. <laughs> I'm feeling this. All right, sweet. Uh, well, I'm sure you guys remember this is an advice show, an advice podcast, the only one on the internet that Jake and I host. Correct. That's still, that's almost seven years running now. Nobody, wow. nobody has done another advice show that we host. It's just us still. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Congratulations. Is it, is it your seven-year anniversary? Did it just happen, or are you coming up on it? It happened in May, so it was just mm-hmm. on the other side of summer. So we're still we you know, know we're still basking in the glow from that from that anniversary. Mm-hmm. Sure. That lucky. Do we know seven. what? Do we know what seven is? It's like paper, plastic. Yeah. Oh, plastic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. plastic. So credit cards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of that... uh, an Amex platinum card. <laughs> Charge it to the game, baby. It's plastic, not actual platinum. So we're good. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, all right, we got a question from a cool dude. So JPC, why don't you give Ooh. us the coolest dude name we can refer to this guy as, so we can conserve his anonymity? Oh, coolest dude name. Uh, I wanted to say Chad, and then I wanted to say Chet. So let's go with Chode. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Chode writes. What's <laughs> up, guys? I'm a healthy 22 year old athletic guy. I work out. Four, I nailed it. I work out four times a week and eat much healthier than the average individual. I'm a basketball player and I meditate daily. Pretty cool so far, right, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit, he's amazing! I Fucking he four times a week, you freak! <laughs> <laughs> you can guess that I'm pretty health focused. However, despite everything I do to be healthy, I do have a vice. It's weed. I smoke a small joint every night or every other night as kind of a reward for me to chill out at the end of the day. I rarely drink, only on my best friend's birthdays, or smoke any crack. Is this a bad idea? Should I stop and force myself to take walks completely sober? I need your help. Thanks. Love, Chode. Chode. Can can I ask a question? Did Chote say that he smokes crack on his best friend's birthdays? No, he rarely drinks, only on his best friend's birthdays, and then he and he never smokes crack. He right. never so smokes crack. He wants crack. you to know that he does not smoke crack. Yeah. First of all, Chote, I really admire that you make your friends' birthdays about you. You get drunk and make it about you right on their birthdays. Everyone's uh, waiting love for that Chode. Yeah, it's a Chode drunk day of sorts. Yeah. So. And if you're not a if you're not a frequent drinker, that means that you get drunk real fast and make a scene so that's yeah. uh, pretty so maybe maybe this year for my birthday uh don't drink <laughs> <laughs> just the crack then how do you figure uh, what is your guys's relation to the wacky backy the devil's lettuce does anyone here imbibe in a jazz cigarette every now and then or are you guys squares to me cop cop that's a cop <laughs> <laughs> I tried Top to arrest you and off. fail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll take e- edibles. I don't. I don't smoke uh, an actual joint because that seems like way too much work for this daddy. So yeah. I will do edibles. But the problem, it seems like you're going to come across Chode, is at least when I take edibles, I get my tummy is wants some yums. So <laughs> I don't know how you smoke. Mm smoke weed and then don't get hungry and that would probably ruin your diet and your health and your your uh. men's fitness uh, cover uh, body yeah yeah interesting so, so so that would be the hurdle so i would say if it's causing you to snack then you, you gotta stop if it, co- if it causes you to snack you must cut back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's good that's really good. Although he is, is working out four times a week and playing basketball, so maybe that's not an issue for him. <laughs> right, because he's no, already smoking. 
Is is it four times a week, and then a fifth time that week he's playing basketball, or is he counting basketball as one of those workouts? That's a great question. Mm. I would think because he plays basketball separately from working out, and then he like workouts like he's talking about going to the gym and lifting. Oh, okay, it's pretty I mean, cool, right? More props too. Does him, he you know? say this is like outdoor basketball, or is this like NBA two K? Uh, he's play- yeah, just a video game. Well, okay. he's from Toronto, so, you know, however much outdoor activity you can get there before it starts getting frigid, the lake freezes. I'm trying to be with my friends, but I can't feel my hands. How can I grip a basketball if I'm uncomfortably numb? I didn't realize how much of your poetry you'd be reading. <laughs> yeah, so it's all available on the Patreon. Um <laughs> Full verses and stanzas and that's right. At our highest tier, you like uh, you get to not read it. So <laughs> for thirty dollars a month, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think I I think for Chode here, he's what he's describing seems like a relatively normal thing. Where it's like you smoke a it's, he even says like it's a small joint. You a smoke small, a little weed. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like, it's fine to smoke weed. It kind of feels like he front-loaded all that health stuff because he wanted to be punished for, like, his bad behavior. Like, maybe there's something in there that he's like, I'm a bad boy, right? And don't bad boys deserve to get in trouble for smoking a little weed? But, like, I kind of don't want to feed into that thing. So I'm just going to say, like, you're normal. You're fine. I'm not going to spank you. No one on this podcast is going to spank you, dude. Spank you. Actually, <laughs> I think you I much. might... I might feed into the bad boy. You're a bad boy, Chode. You're Ooh. naughty. You've been, <laughs> God. You've been naughty, and it's time time for you Jesus. to be punished. And sorry, Jake, can you ASMR that? Ooh, <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus. I I hate that I'm hard. because it, like, it was unrelated, but now like there's some fucking part of my body that likes it now in a Pavlovian <laughs> response. It was the third spank. <laughs> Your dick is hungry like that dog. Yeah, Chode, I don't, I don't trust people who don't have vices. Mm. If you're not indulging in something a little bit every week, then uh, your whole lifestyle is going to crumble around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great. You need an outlet for something. That's a sure. good question. What's your, what's your vice? What's your biggest vice? And don't say um, Miami Vice now available on demand. <laughs> Wait a second. I would say probably in. ruining my friends' birthdays. <laughs> so alcohol. It sort of lets out some steam. That's my thing. Oh, that was for sure my thing growing up. Anytime my sisters would have like a birthday or a prom or something, I'd be like, here we go. <laughs> Time to make it about me. <laughs> in a drinking fashion? It. Oh, just in any, like anything. Yeah. Like faking injuries. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Yeah, just. Peacocking in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll, yeah. I'll, break a, I'll break a foot just so people sort of ask me what's wrong. And like, I will deal <laughs> oh, exactly. with that. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, what would you say well, is your biggest vice? Um, I think drinking and that's like that's an actual unhealthy one because you're like poisoning your body smoking weed's yeah, not even bad for you right like that's kind of been proven that's fine I don't know if you do it every day I'm sure it's not great mentally in the long definitely term. it's not as bad as uh, the amount of whiskey I drink like if I could trade drinking whiskey for smoking weed I'd be healthier for sure yeah do you drink what do you mean night? yeah what do you mean yeah what? So, so you know just, I have a problem? I'm just holding a glass of scotch. <laughs> Jesus, you're shaking. It's 9 a.m., man. <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a Nalgene full of whiskey. That's like so much. So you caught that? I tried to turn my video off. <laughs> that was hot gin. Adult JPC, Vices, what's your main, what's your go-to? Oh, boy. Yeah, I would say beer or like tiki drinks or just TV in general. Mm. Yeah. 
vegging out? Yeah, I, I think my uh, video games is probably my biggest vice. Yeah, does I, that count? Uh, I guess. I think so, because I, I don't, like, ultimately it's not super healthy for you to just, like, sit in front of a screen for, like, four hours and play video games. So I, I think that counts as a vice. That's true. I guess if you do it excessively, anything is a vice. Yeah. What's, what's your vice? Me? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Oh, you wanted, you got everyone's fucking AR-15. So you could... uh... <laughs> <laughs> you just shoot your computer. He just, uh, he just shut up his own house. I think the vice that I like doing the most that is most dangerous to me is gambling. Mm. Oh, that's your, a good one. Though. Yeah, that's a real What's your vice. Poison? Yeah, it's a good one. We talking? That's a cinematic vice. That's like a, yeah. a cool vice. A good way to ruin your life. So you gambling. read you read my story, cinematic vice. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know because nobody opened the PDF yet, so I figured yeah. nobody actually. I'm got a it patron, so yeah. What's I'm your able. What's your game? You're a bit of a Vince Vaughn. What's so your, I'll you like play craps? online roulette and lose sort of half my life savings on this app. No, I do a lot of sports betting from home, nice. and then ah, when yes. Vegas exists, go there and gamble. But. Uh, because I'm such a wiener, even like my vices are not like, like I still am scared as, I still gamble as much as I did when I had no money at all. So I'm not like betting $30,000 on a football game. I'm betting like $25 on a basketball game to make it a little more exciting. Mm. But yeah. One of my closest friends, he makes all of his money from poker. He's that good at it. Uh, but in college, he got addicted to it. So his life is like this fine line where like your job can turn into an addiction. Yeah. It's very wow. interesting to talk to him about. I, I, I dabbled with online poker. I'm like, can I just do this? But then it doesn't make sense to me. Like There are weeks where you just lose. And then it's like, oh, shit. At my job today, I lost $1,100. <laughs> not a good look. And that's, At my job. <laughs> yeah. I'm a professional player, so I lose 48% of the time instead of 51%. Uh, yeah, I've done the math, and I think this is it for me, podcast-wise. I'm going to try to do that, uh, try to handicap for a living. So I'm going to go to a horse race park, OTB as it were. And uh, sort of see if I can make money on the ponies, um, figuring out which ones will finish first, second, and of course, third, because that's <laughs> how you get that trifecta box. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I, if all I gotta goes ask. well, you'll never see me again. I got to ask, what horse are you putting the big money on? I don't want to give too much away, but there's one called the Lucky Jew that's been <laughs> placing pretty well at local parks. Also, I said I go to the track, and then I also do off-track betting. So that that part of the story didn't mm. make sense. But I'm sort of I'm trembling because I haven't placed a bet in 14 minutes, so I'm starting to freak out a little bit. <laughs> the track has free Wi-Fi for you to do make those, mm-hmm. yeah. those illegal <laughs> online bets. Oh yeah. Oh, you better believe that. Uh, so our, back to this guy. Are we concerned too much about his daily pot smoking, or is that fine? I think it's a good balance for his life. Mm-hmm. This seemed yeah, like I, this email seemed like a vehicle for him to be a braggart. Yeah, <laughs> he wanted to tell us he works out four times a week, but he didn't have a problem, so he invented one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Couch and couched within this issue, quote unquote, was like forty good things about this dude. So yeah. go to hell. <laughs> Congrats, Chode. You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever like tried to quit something just to see if it wasn't a problem? Like. Oh, maybe if, oh, I, yeah. if it's if I can just stop drinking or stop doing this for a week, then it's not an issue. But then it's like, wait, maybe that makes it a problem because I'm trying to quit it. And then there's like a weird catch 22. 
when I was in high school, I was like, no more soda, no more fucking fast food. I'm cutting them both out. I'm going to be healthy. No fast food, no soda. And then like two weeks later, I was like, no soda. That's what it's going to be. Fast food still on the table. It's still good. <laughs> let's just, let's just, cards to the table, everyone. We know it's still good. Uh, but yeah, that, that to me, it was, was, was very, very, di- the convenience factor is very difficult. But mm. I wanted to see if I, how much I could do it. Yeah. I remember trying but, to give up French fries for a month, and it was oh yeah, not Wait, easy. Oh. You, you, I thought ordering you gave up- a side salad with every hamburger like a freaking wiener. <laughs> I thought you gave up like cookies for a year. It wasn't a year, but I did give up cookies. Yeah, I think like for six months, I was like, I eat like so many cookies over the course of the week. If I just stopped eating them, I'd probably. I remember finding out that like carbs made you fatter. That was like not a revelation of mine until after right. college. I remember in when I was in when I was in college, I was like, "All right, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm just going to eat pasta." I thought that was <laughs> oh. healthy. I was like, "All right, no more." Did you get scurvy right away? <laughs> <laughs> you got curvy right away. <laughs> I tried to cut out caffeine because I was like. I'm not addicted to it. Mm. I just like it. And then immediately got such a bad migraine that I threw up. Oh, my God. From one. As soon as you said it. (laughs) I went like six hours, and I I was like, I have to go to the hospital. I'm dying. Whoa. I'm so addicted to caffeine. That's a good one for Jake, too. You You also drink coffee a lot. I actually recently started. There's no way I can quit coffee. I, I like, aside from needing it, I just really love it. But I did. I stopped drinking coffee in the afternoon. So like last coffee is is at noon, um, but I've just mm. found a way to uh, pack them all in before then. And then That's you'll smart. have the caffeine pills at like two and three, right? <laughs> <laughs> then I move over to whiskey by three thirty, and it's fine. Yeah, and then I'll have like a little a bit of crack. <laughs> <laughs> if it's, a if it's my birthday, friend's birthday, I'll have a little crack. Whiskey mixed with a five hour energy, just right before bed to soothe you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really impressive to quit fast food in high school. I feel like most high schoolers don't have the impulse to give anything up. It seems like when you're 16, you just do whatever the fuck you want, especially food-wise. I, I've always been kind of like a, a big uh, like aesthetic. Like I, I remember when I was in high school, my mom, she came into my bedroom and she was like, we have to buy posters for your bedroom. You have to hang something in here. It looks like a prison cell. <laughs> like You have to have something. Uh, so I've I, I've I've kind of always been like that, but I always, I also like really like I haven't I'm like seven years sober. I've been a vegetarian for six seventeen years wow, now. Wow. So I I am pretty good at like cutting things out uh, within reason. But then there are things like that, like fast food, where it's like sometimes it's it feels like a necessity. Yeah. But that is happy. an excuse. You just kind of like make make up do the you, excuse. Do you still do fast food even as a vegetarian? You just get like an impossible burger and fries. Honestly, yeah, like the the revolution of impossible burgers coming out at places has made that option like I I haven't had McDonald's in probably revolution yeah, <laughs> 17 years. Think of all the revolutions in history that that is such an insult. Your own personal lame is. Uh-huh, yeah. Didn't your mom also eventually buy you a Raquel uh, Welch poster? She's leaning on a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> mom, that's hot. I feel yeah. uncomfortable. Mother it wasn't just buy a poster. It was like, have this personality. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. She made you a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take a break. Thank some sponsors and come back with more questions and answers with the HRRC. That's the Hey Riddle Riddle crew. Nice. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. 
Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I park was high. Box. Yeah, park yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we are back. Hey, do any of you three have any? Oh, it's a little (laughs) Mom, I'm coming. 
gross. <laughs> it feels almost like we led we led into that from the last. They're so related to the poster. Joke thing. about that issue. <laughs> Freudian wise. Unfortunate that it comes up more often than, than I would wish. All right, uh, Adel, you got a, I, some unsolicited yeah, advice? Yeah, I just moved into a house and for for my first house ever, and I Whoa, have to congrats. say. Thank you so much. I have to say my unsolicited advice is never hire professional movers. This is like my fifth time in Chicago hiring professional movers. I've always had stuff break. They cost twice what they quoted. Uh, it was it was a nightmare situation. It took eight hours for them to move. So I don't know if I just have bad luck of the draw, but I would say post on Craigslist, uh, drive around in the parking lots of your local college with pizza and beer. Don't do that. <laughs> and get... <laughs> Uh, I can't stress. Everyone else is shaking their head. No, I can't stress enough. Don't hire. Uh, uh, don't hire professional movers. It absolutely sucks every single time. So you do want help moving. You just don't want it yes. to be from a professional. Yeah, there's something <laughs> I've never met a, a, a mover, a moving company, the, the people who operate that who are not just the shadiest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. It's yeah. a weird, it is a weird industry. Like, I feel like I put in a moving quote when I was moving to LA. I like, I submitted somewhere online. And then for like the next year and a half, I got a phone call like every oh, few yeah. days of like a different place trying to, trying to give me a quote to let me move. No, thanks. Yeah. It's the guys hard. I just used, they took, they took eight hours. And by the end of it, where there was like two hours left, they ended up calling two other people to come help. Because they're just like, hey, we're moving slower than we thought, so we're going to call more people. And it's like, I'm paying you motherfuckers by the hour. Like, th there's something there's something just wrong about paying a company by the hour, and then they can just take their time and make more money. Like, why wouldn't they take their time? There's no yeah. incentive for them to hurry. So I would say just get some uh, – don't get friends because th then they'll resent you. Because um, mm -hmm. I've, I've resented friends who've asked me to help, and then I end up helping, and it's awful. But I would say, yeah, get some college kids, especially in these uncertain times. Everyone's looking to make a, a quick buck, so yeah. So drive around a college campus with beer and pizza, <laughs> luring luring yeah. the kids back to eighteen-year-olds <laughs> or high school with candy. College Bloated kids and drunk. are notoriously good at moving bureaus. They're just so good at moving like very fragile vases. Yeah. They all have that think belt we'll... that helps them sort of <laughs> mm -hmm. their legs. Mm -hmm. You're advocating for hiring like lower paid workers to do the same skill as these skilled workers. You're essentially like union busting or crossing the picket line. My man, my well man. Done, Adam. What I'm saying is that these aren't skilled workers. We had to start, there was four guys and only one of them was moving boxes. And guess what? He was moving one at a time. The system's broken, my man. I'll pay for skilled workers. But I'm just saying you can't be a professional moving company and have unskilled uh, lazy fucks and, and say you, I owe them, you know, $200 an hour. Unbelievable. Yeah. I think I've I think I've moved three times in Chicago. I've used different movers every time, and it was one of the better experiences of my entire life. Like, <laughs> so not, yours is not the having, opposite of yeah, like not having to move any of my stuff, and then everything gets to where it's supposed to be in the time that it's supposed to be, and everything works out. Yeah, that's to me that's uh, well worth it. I, but I I also I I know that I have less stuff than you, Adel, mm -hmm. and I don't want to say that you have a bunch of crap. Uh, but we live different lives. I will say, very, you don't even have a I poster. don't have crap. <laughs> I, I will say, you've been to my place. I had those like glass, it's like ceramic phrenology heads, uh -huh. um, which are like, I don't know, 80 to 100 bucks a pop. All those smashed. I had uh, two or three of those. They're all smashed. Um, I'm missing my microwave plate. Like who... What what happened to that? Why is that gone? <laughs> I'm missing a weight I'm, set. I'm missing so much stuff. I'm about to move myself and... 
and part of my I'm I have hired a mover and part of the quote was like telling him how many boxes I have. I'm like, I don't know yet. I haven't packed. Yeah. I'm at the stage mm-hmm. where I'm contacting the mover. I'm not I don't have the boxes. We're doing this a month from now. So like, yeah, the quote the quote's only it's only an estimate till till like they have all of your shit. They really they exactly quote, like I, they I wouldn't even have an educated guess of how many boxes it would be. I would have no idea. They Same. quoted us at like six fifty, and it ended up being fourteen hundred dollars. Oh boy! Oh Jesus! So over twice. I, so yeah. worth it. Yeah, I think a good a good rule for estimating boxes is like think of the maximum amount of boxes that you could ever possibly imagine all of your stuff fitting in, and then double it or triple it because <laughs> whenever you're fucking moving, it always it's, it's like no way am I going to use twenty boxes, and then you have like forty eight boxes, and you're like this is half. Right. This is half. You're the stuffing boxes. a tea towel into the corner of a box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron, did you have unsolicited advice? Um, I do. Uh, this was given to me as unsolicited advice, and it actually, I think, is great, is have two separate Instagrams. And have Ooh. one Instagram be people you, that you've met and you know in real life, and have another Instagram to follow, like, artists and celebrities and musicians or whoever else. Uh, and then don't go on the celebrity Instagram more than, like, once a month. Uh, because it, I think it messes with your, the bra- your brain and the psychology of, like, seeing your friends as celebrities and seeing celebrities as friends. That's really interesting. interesting. I thought you were going to say, and then delete them both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously do that. But um, uh, if you're addicted to them, like I am, yeah. uh, it helped me a lot. I just was like, oh, this is nice, because now I'm just looking at like my friend's kids and not That makes a lot of celebrities. sense. That's really nice. I know that I was like, I, I like teased myself uh about using the close friends thing on instagram i like filled out like i chose all my close friends and i was like i'll post to my close friends and then i never did but there is something that's like it's crazy to like look through that and be like wow i follow a lot of people and i have like 30 close friends interesting yeah so wait so the ones the ones that you don't want to view are just the celebrities or is it other people i just people like sometimes it's like artists or people i don't know just because it I think it messes with my brain a little bit. So it's you very have, peaceful. Do you have like um, two different names? Like the people, your your close friends and stuff know you as one thing and then you have just like a fake Instagram for the other one. Yeah, and I don't know why, but my name on it is Emily, which is this sort of other cool, <laughs> 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 kind of just like a sexy undercover and when you job look, that I have. When you look on that when you wear a blonde wig and fishnets? Is yeah. That and like Clark Kent glasses, and a tiny I'm a pistol. whole different person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, let's bring in Emily. Emily, uh, I'd like to talk to you about your Instagram. Hello. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I thought she was cool. <laughs> no, she's not cool at all. Uh, what about just unfollowing celebrities on Instagram? Yeah, that's probably the better thing to do. Uh, but well, you're that's not going to do happen. that. No one's doing that. No. It's fun. Yeah. Like, I want to follow Diane Keaton on Instagram, but I don't need to know how her whole life is going all the time. I can check in with her once every two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is Diane, by the way? She's great. Yeah. She's thriving. <laughs> how many pictures is she wearing white pants in? Probably all of them. She's wearing a hat in almost all of them, I'm sure. Oh, you better believe Damn. Diane Keaton's wearing a hat. Isn't that right, Emily? <laughs> it's right. <laughs> I can't find her voice. I need a couple more minutes. <laughs> Have you guys seen that social dilemma documentary? Has it changed your social media habiting? It oh, just I stressed have, me out. I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Jake. I said yet, like I was planning on seeing. I it. walked I, in while my girlfriend was watching it, and it was 
all I saw was like a reenactment with one of the guys from Mad Men and then the guy from the Righteous Gemstones. And I was very confused because I was like, what is this series? And she's like, it's like a documentary. And I'm like, well, this is those are clearly like semi-famous actors. Like what's going on? So I, <laughs> I, I they went a little too far in the reenactment thing that I found that to be unsettling and bizarre. And by the end, I was skipping ahead like four minutes at a time because it was it was all some weird teleplay. Um, it made no sense. That, I thought that was crazy. It's really but, weird to see Pete from Mad Men in a hoodie where I was like, this, it just, <laughs> yeah. it just made my, it made my skin crawl. Cause I'm like, he should be in a suit and tie. Like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Have you changed anything about your social media consumption, Jake, since watching this doc? Um, I know you're incredibly impressionable. Um, so I'm just wondering if it actually had an effect on you. I know that after Food Inc, you, you didn't eat a hamburger for a decade. Yeah, no, I, I don't think, I don't want to let this one sink in too much. And I don't think it really even would because I threw my phone away. So I can't even really like use the phone <laughs> to change Jesus. my behavior. Because there was a B on it. Not because of the <laughs> For another reason, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, has it changed anything or not really? Or just made um, you more aware of I'm only like a week. It's only been a week, but I've definitely, I think I just started noticing like I would pick up my phone to like look at, an alert to or like to see if anyone emailed me and then the phone is like in my hand so i'm like oh I'll just i might as well go on instagram and then sure and so i'm trying to be a little more conscious of just like absent-mindedly getting sucked into my phone i still have to get sucked into my phone though so i don't know it's it's a really weird balance yeah like waiting in line or sitting on a toilet what are you supposed to do i can only bring my rubik's cube so many places <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I did a thing. Well, so this was more at the beginning of, uh, of quarantine, like maybe like, um, March or April. Uh, but I put the like time limit thing on my phone cause I have an iPhone. So it's like, if you've been on Twitter for over an hour, it just, it just says like, Hey, no more Twitter for today. And then you can bypass it, but then you have to feel bad. And it's like, are you sure you want to break that promise that you made to yourself? Yeah. Uh, and I, I found that, I found that helpful. I mean, it, at least it helps like have someone else be like, hey, you've been on Twitter for an hour today. Like, that seems insane, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's insane. Like, I'll put this down. I yeah. think the best thing, and this, I don't know if they're still doing it, but uh, but I know Lauren Lapkus and her husband did a thing where they gave each other their phones and they they concocted a password for the, for each other's Instagram account or Twitter account and then gave back the phone. And then anytime they want to use Instagram or Twitter, they have to hand it to their spouse and say, hey, would you put in the password? And then they'll wow. let them in, and so that way wow. you're being held accountable to some degree of like, Very do I want to do I want to bother them about this right now, or like maybe they're not around, maybe they're gone, so I can't even do that. So I, I think that's a kind of a, a cool method. Oh, interesting. That is really cool. Another thing that I did on my phone is I changed like I my Twitter app and my email app and stuff. They're always in the exact same place on my home screen, and I just swapped locations with like Google Home or like shit that I don't ever 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 open, just to see how many times I unconsciously grab my phone and open up Google Home, and I'm like, why am I controlling my lights right now? Like, what the fuck am I doing? And it's just like it's my brain being like, get on Twitter, get on Twitter, yeah. get on Twitter. I did uh, the which exact is same interesting. thing, except with um, my photo app. So like, <laughs> just constantly like opening up my latest photos. I'm like, oh, all right, weird. What about this? It's a it's a dummy Instagram that just shows you Google image search randomness. So it's like you're still scrolling through pictures, so you get the dopamine rush, but like it doesn't actually. <laughs> which is basically what Instagram is. Like I look at it, and then it's like if you ask me 30 seconds later, what'd you see? I'd be like, that's cool. Uh, I don't know. 
you should Who's be able to, to say? Po- you should be able to post on it too and then as you scroll to your photo it'll be that's like Instagram. a thousand likes a thousand yeah, but Instagram. no like it would it would, they wouldn't be real yeah. likes you know yeah i see so yeah, like, there should just be an app that's like you got a, a million likes yeah. and a million comments oh, that's an like, app yeah. that sends you notifications of positive <laughs> likes and comments that's good oh cool diane keaton just said nice pants <laughs> <laughs> yes so we're just talking um, about living in a coma s- style life, and then they're just pumping you full of dopamine. That's not actually true. A VR. Yeah, this exactly. is like a Black yeah. Mirror episode. What um, there should, you there mentioned should be an the app. Rubik's oh. Cube earlier. Did you guys watch that Rubik's Cube documentary on Netflix? No. Of the competition? No. I sobbed. Wow. And it's really short. Go watch it. I cried so hard the whole time. It's amazing. It's seven and a half seconds long, but it's really, really good. <laughs> if you slow it down. It's a vine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so It's like a interesting. vine from 2015, and it made me sob. My wow. friend just got a Rubik's Cube, and I used to know how to do it, so I was like, oh, I should do that again, because then it you know, preoccupies your hands so that you can't actually scroll. You're just moving colors around. We're like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because my appetite for social media gratification is insatiable, then I, maybe I can make a TikTok about it. And then so it's almost like a way for me to like still get that dopamine rush, even though I'm doing the Rubik's Cube. So if I can just fucking do it faster and faster, and it's never fast enough. Right? Will you put the password so- in, please, Avital? <laughs> what if there is- unlock my phone. What if there's an app, listen up tech heads, what if there's an app where you have to like solve a riddle or a puzzle or a Rubik's cube and then if once you solve it, then you get, you know, 10 minutes of Instagram time or something. That's good. It's like one of those alarm clocks that you have to like, you know, those alarm clocks that break apart or or like run away from you. So you have to get out of bed and, and, uh, have you ever seen those things? Is this from Interstellar? The hardest I laughed in the last two years was when I discovered those alarm clocks that jump off of your uh, side table and you have to chase it it to turn it off. That's insane. I've never laughed harder in my life. I was sob crying. That's wild. What are we doing? Are they little robots? Why are you so tired? Do they have like... (laughs) Do they have like wheels or something or how? That's... Yeah, they have wheels and they like scream. And so at like 8 a.m., they just roll off your side table and chaotically go around your room. So you have to, in a panic, <laughs> just like try to find this screaming robot that's maybe under your bed. I am ordering insane. one of these tonight. <laughs> Remember the game. I'm per- crying at remembering it. Remember oh. the game Perfection as a kid, where it's like fucking trembling and you're like putting puzzle pieces oh in. Oh my slowly god! I thought like that's pops so up. much anxiety. Yeah. I hated that game. <laughs> oh yeah. So it could be that god. as an alarm of sorts. Oh, horrible! You wake up and you're instantly in a bomb diffusing situation. <laughs> it's like the worst way to wake up <laughs> is that much stress. <laughs> instantly, humans no create problems and then force weirder, <laughs> more difficult issues. It's like when you found your friend's Dave sleeping with his sunglasses on in a bright room instead of just like oh, turning yeah. the room off. We just add more sunglasses and then we <laughs> make lights brighter and then we have to make newer sunglasses. <laughs> Anyway, so funny. Uh, uh, JPC, does JPC have advice? Unsolicited, um, uh, unsolicited advice. Uh, you know, my uh, my unsolicited advice would just be something that I've been doing a lot more uh, uh, during the, uh, these uncertain times. That video we find games, yourselves in uh, video games. No, it's just go for walks. Like tr- try your best to go for walks. Wear masks if you go outside, but like walk around a little bit, especially when uh, the weather is uh, nice. Because I like the fall weather, but if you are one of these people that is like cooped up inside your own uh, house or apartment or condo or whatever, um, get out, get some fresh air. That's a good idea. I know that my my advice isn't polarizing, like you know, don't hire movers or <laughs> yeah. uh, 
create a new Instagram account every month and then delete it. Someone will make it polarizing. Someone will find a way to be like, how dare you say go outside? Yeah, I've been staying inside more and I've never been healthier, happier. <laughs> teeth falling out. <laughs> Why I'm paler than the night sky. Greasy Big white sun isn't going to control me. <laughs> I, can, I can get behind walks. I can definitely get behind walks. That's great. Uh, is anybody a dog owner? I'm a dog owner, so I, my, my, the walks that I take are like mandated by another a third party who is very insistent that we go out there. But I think that's also just kind of an excuse for me. Like I like having a walking buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's nice I mean, to have to pick up shit too on a walk. It's like usually it's awful. like I'm just walking and I don't have to pick up any duty. And now it's like oh, now I have to pick up little duties. That's good. Sometimes I'll be walking without my dog and I'll see like a goose or a rat dropping or something like that and I'll pick it up just because I fucking miss the rush. Yeah. It's like Aaron's fake Instagram. I'll use a leaf I just need it. a bag. That, ta- that tactile feel of a very thin sheet of plastic between you and touch and poop. Ooh, baby. Oh, yeah. You and Oblivion, baby. <laughs> I live in downtown Chicago and so I can't really walk with my dog. We can go to the, the park that's attached to my building and that's it because like the sound of the trains... And like the tr- amount of traffic and construction sound, she's just too scared. She's to not into it. it. No, she's an indoor dog. Oh yeah, I I will say that the, the caveat to that is I was, uh, it, which is a Chicago street, um, but I was uh, walking down Halstead uh, the other day because we were picking up food, and it's not in an area where I live. It's like way busier, and there was just so many people on the street, and I was like having anxiety because I was like, this is not like me walking in my neighborhood. This is <laughs> stressful. It's like I watched a man just without a mask openly spit onto the ground. I'm like, people are still doing this. Yeah. This is wild. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Uh, so so that part is not ideal. But if you if you have a quieter place to walk, it's it's great. Mediterranean food, or what were you picking up? Like Chipotle? Hawaiian food, really? Like a Hawaiian. poke bowl, or like a what was it? Like uh, so a rice, with like or an acai? I'm a vegetarian, or... so it was like rice and tofu for yeah. me. Are you hungry right now? Are you eating fish? Like was it the poi? salmon? Probably some yeah, sort was of poi? poi. Yeah, like a no, it was like a. Uh, uh, spam katsu lokomoko was what uh, my girlfriend Ooh. got, which is like deep fried spam. Uh, rice, mac salad, egg, and gravy. It sounds fucking amazing. Oh my spam god. Is, yeah, I mean, it's good. Spam is meat or not meat? Spam is ham. Uh, spam is meat. Spam I is. Guess. You cannot have spam. I can't have spam. Spam is like but, army ration meat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is why like Hawaiian food and kind of incorporated it because there was a bunch of it for like military bases, I guess, mm-hmm. on Hawaii. And so then they kind of embraced it and now they use it a lot in like Hawaiian food. Look. I didn't know I was going to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> Locomocos. Weird. Anytime you see a restaurant serving locomocos, buy one. They are delicious. Buy yeah, the they're restaurant. So they're so good. Mm-hmm. The hell? How much money do you have? You fucking <laughs> walk around town buying fucking restaurants. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm ruined, but uh... <laughs> because I've invested in Hawaiian food in the Midwest, nobody will fucking walk in here. <laughs> What's well, the names of the restaurant? I have uh, Poi Dog Pondering. It's just it's a lot of terrible just band names. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Jake and I are considering moving to Hawaii, so this is all good information. Yeah, we've been talking about it. Do, well, uh, you, do you have a specific island that you're thinking about? Maui. <laughs> Great question. <Ooh>. It's Maui. <laughs> Maui. The, the, the jewel of Hawaii. Really? The, ro- the road to Hana. Have you guys been before? I have. No, together? Yes. We oh, have. Never. <laughs> we've been to Hawaii, we've been to Hawaii together. Yeah. yeah. We've been, no, I'm saying we've been to, we've been to Honolulu. Uh, and I, I've, mm. I've been to... Uh, I've been to Oahu, but I've never been to Maui. I'd love to go to Maui. I'd love to be in Maui. I'd love to live in Maui. 
You have to take you have to take the road to Hana, and the road to Hana uh, is just this winding, beautiful road, and it ends at Charles Lindbergh's grave, which is just a delight. Wow. And there's really good Hawaiian food. Reality TV shows do, and just like go to Hawaii for a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Take take Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, you guys partying there. That's no cool. one's filming you. But yeah, you we could do it as a it. podcast. Jake and Amir take Hawaii, and it's just us <laughs> broadcasting from our Airbnb about the movies that we're watching. <laughs> Can I suggest do you shorten Jake Amir Hawaii into Jamiroquai? Ooh, <laughs> Jamiroquai, <laughs> virtual insanity. Uh, we. I, I, I will say I love Hawaii, and but the it's the least creative that i've ever felt in my entire life being in hawaii cuz i'm like what is the point of creating a comedy or anything when you could just like lay in the sun and climb a mountain and swim in the water it's like why why it's already paradise like yeah. why would you need to do anything mm-hmm. There's i nothing think that's left why to I like achieve it. yeah i yeah. want to sorry i meant go to hawaii and retire i'm done yeah, yeah there you go i don't need to create more new stuff <laughs> that sounds great to me too I've tweeted my last tweet, posted my last yeah. TikTok. You'll Just never go to see Hawaii and pick up dog shit, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hard part is convincing somebody to pay me twenty thousand dollars a month to live there, which is actually why I mm-hmm. brought you guys because twenty thousand a month is a lot, but divided by three, feels like reasonable, right? Six to seven hundred dollars <laughs> a pop. Aaron, can I count on you? Yeah, only if you send me a poem every day. <laughs> no, because that's the creativity shit. This is what I said. Oh I didn't my god, it. she was on board. No, I don't want to. Wow. Do and I was in the middle of writing a check. So well done. <laughs> Fuck. All right, fine. Every other day, but that's it. Uh, all right, we got one last question about neighbors. Neighbors. Ooh. This is a twenty-something Canadian gal. So. Aaron, you've already created a character in this podcast, so what's one more? Can you think of the name of a 20-something Canadian gal? Um, let's call her Hockey. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Hockey writes, mm-hmm. I'm a 20-something... It's ca- gender neutral. <laughs> I'm a 20-something Canadian gal who lives with her parents and is in a bit of a predicament. The backyard neighbors, that's neighbors for you guys, like to hot tub with in the a, With an O or an O-U, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Go Got on. it. Continue. Uh, uh Likes, they like to hot tub in the nude. It's a man in his 50s who lives there, but his girlfriend is also a participant in the nudist activities. Our kitchen window backs into their backyard, so every day around 5 p.m. when I'm making dinner, there's an unwanted show. They install the screen on the back of the hot tub in our direction, but have only ever used it if they could explicitly see us in our backyard. My parents also have seen the show, and they, my mom at least, would appreciate the screen down or bathing suits on. I thought about writing an anonymous letter to them to make the screen door or use the one that they installed, but... I think our backyard and house is the only one with a direct view, so they wouldn't really be anonymous. Am I being prude uh, and just... Am I being a prude and just need to avoid looking out the window for a couple hours? An outside perspective would be appreciated. Thanks for making Mondays better. Love from Canada, Hockey. All right, Hockey. Would you guys be excited or pissed if you had to stare at a nudist couple? Are those on. my only two options? <laughs> yeah. Ex- excited or pissed. Did it say how old the girlfriend was? Yeah, th- I'm I'm so confused about that. Like the man is in his fifties and then he has a girlfriend? That's right. A girlfriend who is a participant and then she's ninety nine sure what age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, nude people. I love how we anonymized her age. <laughs> are they kissing and stuff, or are they just sitting naked? I yeah, that's the just, question. I think they're just chilling. They're just enjoying the tub. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it, when they say, like, you have to look at it, you don't. Like, you just don't. You don't. You <laughs> just don't. You just do not have to look at that. The third option uh, of not being excited or pissed. Just <laughs> ignoring it. Neutral. I, I think that there's a couple of different ways that you could go about this. Like, if you if you wanted to, you could just have a conversation with them and say, hey, we see you naked in your hot tub often. Like, I, it's it's weird. It's uncomfortable. Would you put use the screen? Perfect. Or my option, because I don't like that kind of confrontation, go buy a, tr- a tripod, set up a camera on your porch facing their backyard. Don't stand by it. Just set it up. The presence of a tripod and a camera pointed at me would stop me from being naked. I'm sorry. It just would. <laughs> It's also not even like, oh, to have a tripod. That could backfire immediately because no. they've been there getting naked more and you're like, oh no, they are into it. They're <laughs> excited. Get to off film. to that shit. I'm, I'm on board with JPC's idea in terms of one, yeah, I think a conversation of just like, hey, this is around the time I cook dinner. Could you do this an hour earlier or an hour later so that it's not during my meal prep time? Um, <laughs> or I do love the idea of like, the passive aggression of like having every day at that time have like a garage sale that's like <laughs> or like backyard <laughs> sale so that you're populating your backyard with like 20 people who are inevitably going to see that. So it makes them uncomfortable. Um, not that's to good. body shame. Do do your thing. Just just don't um, just don't put that out there for others where they have to see it. Aaron? What about fighting fire yeah. with fire? Okay. So, so hockey lives house? with her parents. <laughs> <laughs> hockey, how'd you like to take a fucking new jacuzzi with your mom and dad <laughs> every day at dinner time? Please, news. So, dicks and boobs, as far as the eye can see, and then another neighbor starts complaining, and they get in on the action, and suddenly it's this fucking back and alien orgy <laughs> street party <laughs> of epic proportions. Everyone's greasy, wrestling, getting naked and hot and bothered. Mom, this is really fucking sexy. <laughs> That's a neighborhood watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, don't you have blinds? I would just put my blinds up at night. Like, do you need, you don't need the light coming in because it's nighttime. Just put a curtain up or put your blinds down and let them enjoy their yard. I do think you, your blinds does make some sense because it's not, I I mean, it it sounds like the view is directly of the neighbor's hot tub anyway. So you're not losing that much, you know, whether they're in it or not, if the blinds are drawn. Um, my other idea, my other idea is to just kind of start going in and out of the house during your dinner prep. You know, maybe you're grilling, maybe you're eating on the porch, maybe you're taking out the garbage, but just sort of make make it seem like the backyard is not like Bird a private watching. oasis. Yeah, just you're you're in and out of the house, giving the neighbors like put the fear of God in them just a little bit. Like, oh, we're not actually alone back here. Because how hard is it to just leave the screen down all the time? Why do they put it up somewhere? Not yeah. hard. Why do yeah, they put it up You're ever? absolutely right. Just like it's uh, blinds would solve this problem immediately. It's 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 also I think maybe the least fun way to solve this problem. I think that what hockey needs to remember is like have yourself a time. Like the mm. next time he's coming out, at, you know, naked to his hot tub, rush out there and be <laughs> like, "Hey, just wanted to let you know, you should see like a penis doctor because <laughs> that's not what they're supposed to look like." Uh, so. You get that get that schedule on your own time, but do that quickly because you are running out of time. When you call their penis weird, they love that. 
<laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> not even talking about you. She's talking about the other no, but hey. First of all, nobody said weird. I said not supposed to look like that. Wait, and real quick, Amir, does your doctor grab your dick when he checks for a hernia? <laughs> just, just the optometrist. Yeah, no other doctor does that. Just the dentist. <laughs> That's why I was recommending a water pick earlier, off mic. But uh, yeah, so he'll grab my dick and tell me to sort right. of rinse between my <laughs> So I have a receding scrotal line, which is sort of like it starts in my undervite and goes all the way down through my taint, out my shaft. And I have this... Oh, there's so many words I hate here. Anal gingivitis of sorts. It's disgusting. I have a plaque. On my rack. So across my chest, I have this thick, almost hardened white cock. C-A-U-L-K. But okay. Hold on. That's I'm, the Canadian pronunciation. There's a police outside my fucking house. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I guess somebody called because I've been podcasting in the nude for a while. And I guess they can see <laughs> Shit. Um, all right, sweet. So I guess uh, blinds if you're uncomfortable or get over yourself. It's not that big of a deal. Would you guys do anything about it? Or you guys don't care? I don't think it would bother me so much. Yeah, I don't think so either. But then yeah, again, I, I think my it's neighbors like the... naked in New York City all the time. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I see you have binoculars right there too. So like cool. Some Easy. of them aren't Easy. quite naked and you'll shout. <laughs> Come on, you can take it off. <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> I don't think I've I, yeah. ever been to New York City, by the way, without seeing someone naked in their apartment. <laughs> Just because there's so many buildings, there's so many windows, and there's so many like exhibitionist like type people out there that are like... I legit every time I go to New York City, I'm like naked person. There it is. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Just standing. And sometimes well, you're we, we wa- in front of the window and you realize that the naked person is you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm the naked person today. And Jabe, didn't you go to Times Square and see a naked cowboy? Yeah, it was so confusing. I'm from the Midwest, and I was like, I love cowboys, but I don't love this showing off your body. So what's happening here? In hockey's defense, if I lived with like friends or a partner, the nudity wouldn't bother me. But nudity and sex and all sorts of things like that are embarrassing when you are living with your parents. Mm. I wouldn't want. To have that discussion with like my mom and dad of like, what should we do about the naked neighbor? Uh, yeah, that's it's true. a lot less whimsical when it's with your parents. With parents, <laughs> all any sex discussion should be um, through posters, right? Mm. That poster should be the catalyst for any sort of yes. Sex yeah, talk. you have a poster on your wall. Mm-hmm. The way that you want to discuss every naked person that you see in someone else's apartment is with your five white best friends in New York City. Uh, one of them's name is Chandler. One of them is a duck. One of them is Ross. And you're seeing it from a balcony and you're just always commenting on it. And it's like mm-hmm. a through line through like 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugly naked guy. But then didn't yeah. he die? I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> in the show or in real life? In the dive, both. Like, oh, <laughs> you never see him. But at one point they're like, ugly naked guy is not moving. And he like ends up dying. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but if you die in Friends, you die in real life. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Nightmare on Elm Street of sorts. This I just uh, thought of this because of the hockey talk isn't um and I could this could be totally wrong, but somebody once told me that sort of hockey groupies are called puck bunnies. Which to me is like the best thing in the world. I, I don't know. That's a wonderful nickname. In my, I aspire in my to be a puck bunny myself. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, does anybody here want to be my puck buddy? So we'll like, uh, <laughs> it's like friends without benefits slash icing rules. Offsides off. Friends without course. benefits. So friends. Yeah. Yes. Friends with no benefits at all. So yeah. Dental is not covered, but we still get to Phoebe and Joey. <laughs> yeah. yes. um, all right. Hey, Riddle Riddle, 
that's uh pitch us your podcast in case for whatever reason someone has not heard about it yet even though we've been on an episode you've had over 100 episodes on the headgum network it's a runaway smash hit but if you're listening to this podcast for the first time what is Hey Riddle Riddle? Uh, so it is a riddle and improv podcast. We are the three hosts. We're Chicago improvisers, or we were when there was improv in Chicago. Uh, and we do riddles, and then we improvise scenes based off of the riddles. We're not good at riddles. We're not riddle experts, and all the riddles are bad. We're 100 episodes in, and we've run out of riddles. Uh, but still come <laughs> and give us a listen, because it's a, it's a fun time. Start at the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely start at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Do you remember your last favorite shortish riddle? Is there a, is there one that we can answer right now? I'm sort of putting you on the spot. Boy, we, oh boy. Yeah, we had a um, riddle submitted by someone's six year old son. Uh, that was like, uh, now I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it I, what did the bull have for lunch? Oh my god! Wait, hold on. Us thinking for an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, as you're thinking about the answer, it's less of a riddle and more of a children's joke. Okay, <laughs> which so is, it's like a hamburger or something. It's Chicken. like a Laffy Taffy re- reject. <laughs> it's a Lunchable. That's pretty and again, good, this, this is a six-year-old. Yeah, we tore that kid yeah. apart for like 25 minutes <laughs> after that. Yeah, his dad was like, my son thought of this, my six-year-old th- uh, son thought of this in the car on the ride home from school, and it we absolutely tore him apart. <laughs> you have more of a joke than a riddle, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, sweet, yeah. Hey, Riddle, Riddle on the HeadGum Network. Check it out. Um, thanks so much for stopping by, you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. This is so fun. Uh, if you have your own questions or theme songs, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening one was that Blink-182. That guy nailed it. And this closing mm-hmm. one is one of our most prolific songwriters, Justin Goncalves. Jake, remember him? Of course I remember JC. I mean, JC. Uh, he just wants, Fuck! He wants, he wants a shout-out to his Insta, which is the best year 96. So, Aaron, you don't have to follow him, but maybe Emily will. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to follow him. <laughs> He's a celebrity and an artist. <laughs> uh, so thanks, Justin. Uh, thanks. Ooh, do you remember who wrote the opening one? A little, a little uh, dementia test for you an, guys. Lauren, yes, it begins that's with correct. An L. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, and thanks to Hey Riddle Riddle for stopping by. We'll be back, of course, next week. Bye, everybody. Later. Let's swipe right on Tinder. Only for. The Huns Try to bang the daughters With consent And uh, just having fun Only talk through phones and on the net I wish I knew what to do Let's email into if I were you Make sure you're not the problem, it comes from within. Jake and Amir are here and they will help you win. You're a textless, dull, pathetic bitch and you haven't got a clue. Just email into if I were you. was a HeadGum original.
Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration Live. And why don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.